Your father was a good Wu-Tang martial expert. There's not many who can match up with him. Welcome to the Confessions of a Wedding Photographer podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Holden, and these are my stories. To the Confessions of a Wedding Photographer podcast, I'm your host, uh, your compare, your MC, Stuart Holden. Um, you've probably listened to episode 11. Uh, and it was a bit of a bummer, but this one is going to be a lot more fun. So if you're a little bummed out about the last one, it's totally fine. Just had to get some stuff off my chest. Um, this episode is put together not just by me, but a whole bunch of people, uh, a whole bunch of photog- photographers, highly talented, amazing, amazing community of photographers here in Perth, Western Australia, and a few uh, all over the country, some even across the world. Uh, shout out to the common folk group uh, for providing some of the material or actually most of the material um, as a lot of us have the same sort of gripes and uh, today's episode which is episode 12 and it's the thing it's the things that piss wedding photographers off the most now uh, that is the top title the title of episode 12 and um, you know uh, it's a bit of an adventure uh, in this episode of Confessions of a Wedding Photographer, I'm going to be going through a list of all the things that really piss wedding photographers off. It's a very comprehensive list of all the idiosyncrasies that make weddings harder to shoot and our life a little bit more frustrating on a wedding day. Uh, this list isn't solely on my own, but a selection of submissions by some of the best wedding photographers around. And again, a shout out to the Common Folk alumni for, del- for deliver- delivering the goods on this one. I know a lot of you guys are going through a lot of... Uh, tough times at the moment so hopefully this this will give you a bit of a chuckle while we navigate the uh uncertainty of this uh COVID-19 world we're living in at the moment um before you do that or do a leave or anything like that please subscribe rate give five stars in at the iTunes um store if you can if you're listening on Spotify give it a thumbs up or a follow that'd be so good uh, it is so hard to get your podcast seen unless you have some sort of following okay so that would be amazing um and if you're a bride to be share this with your friends and family as well because you might just make your day easier for you to shoot with 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 your photographer so your, your photos are guaranteed would come out a lot better if you take some steps into getting rid of these things that uh that that really piss the photographers off um so i've narrowed it down the list was so long and comprehensive. Just like everyone's job, there's a whole bunch of things that really make it hard for us. Um, but I've, I've narrowed it down into a couple of categories of annoyance, is what I like to call it. So category number one is guests being annoying. Category, oh, guests, yeah, okay, so that's that. This this That's this whole podcast, that's how big the list is. I just looked at it, I haven't looked at it in a while. 
in the show notes if you go to the podcast you can on on itunes you can see the show notes you'll see the whole list of the things in there um <laughs> like this list is so comprehensive uh that it makes me laugh so if i start laughing i apologize um so let's look at the guests being annoying okay because this is a lot <laughs> this is a lot um the worst thing about weddings is uh, for me is the guests if if someone said to me like when when they announced the government said oh you only allowed i think it was 10 guests at your wedding i was like yes what a dream <laughs> what a dream wedding i don't know it's, it's, it sounded so selfish but i was like there's no dickheads there's no weirdos like every family has them my family has them uh and there's always a bunch of weird characters that you meet sometimes some photographers love the different types of guests but after 400 and saying weddings, why? And you're meeting the same sort of characters. It's almost like Groundhog Day where you feel like, you know, time is a flat circle and you're, you're saying, seeing the same kind of people in the same ways again. It's, it's really, really, really weird. Um, so a couple of things is when guests are being annoying. So uh, when guests have these weird conversation starters like, uh, so a lot of us wear a double harness where we have two cameras and it's made by a, a company called Holdfast. Um, I'm not getting paid any money for, to mention them. Um, uh, they're an American company and uh, they make the most beautiful camera harnesses you've ever seen in your life. And I got mine custom made. It cost me a ton of money, but I got, got it made anyway. And um, so a lot of us wear them and generally some drunk guest, you know, people who've never seen a photographer, like a pro photographer work at a wedding, you know, with two cameras and you got, you know, a 50 on one and an 85 mil on, on the on the other or, or 7200 on one and a 24 to 70 on the other, however you shoot. But you're sort of just, you know, you're going for broke and you're just, you're hammering out, um, you know, switching cameras, switching focal lengths. And I didn't really realize that until you watch yourself in action, but you, you look like an absolute gun. And uh, so things like <laughs> some of the feedback I got was, you know, that's a cool, uh, that's a cool harness. Looks like it has some, some guns on it. That's probably the most popular one. Like, oh, it's a Western. Um, or they lean over uh, during some point during the wedding and say, oh, hey, uh, you got any good photos? Uh, or have you been doing this long? Um, or what kind of camera is that? Looks expensive or heavy? Uh, and you know, they want to. There's always someone who wants to get into, you know what kind of camera is that they want to see the last photo you took and so you oblige and you sh you know you show them the last photo you took and they're like geez your, ca your camera takes really good photos <laughs> and yeah i think people are so conditioned to using their phones where it's just automatic and you know they don't realize that you're manually you're shooting in manual and you're doing pretty much everything yourself so um or things like uh how good is this weather or when a, a maid of honor a bridesmaid a guest or parents say when I get married, we did this for our photos, etc., etc. And those are the worst ones. The worst ones. Of bridesmaids that have been married before, and they they have a sinking suspicion. And there's always one point in the day, and I and I call it the um. What are, I used to have a name for it? The turn, where the married ones realize that this wedding is ten times better than the wedding they had. And they get this like look on their face, like that's a really good photo idea. I never really had that. And then they start giving you some feedback. All right, um, 
you know, like, oh, you know, we did a triangle and then we were walking towards the sun and and you have to, oh, that's great. Thanks so much for that suggestion. And you got to be very polite because it could be the sister or the mother or whatever, you know. Um, also, another one is when they start clicking and going, oh, oh you just missed that. Oh, do, oh, you missed that shot that was behind you. That's the worst. The worst. Don't ever do that to a wedding photographer. Don't do it to any photographer. Like like clicking your, your fingers at them and them telling them <laughs> that they've just missed a great shot. Um, we're not omnipresent, okay? We can't see everything. Um guests with their phones and ipads during the ceremony i mean oh jesus christ this is one that's just this is per, this permeates the whole of humanity really doesn't it uh you know uh there's a massive sign like you know couples spend like a couple hundred dollars on a beautiful sign in front of the in front of the front you know in front of the aisle that says you know this is an unplugged wedding please don't use your phones and then please take confetti and it's petals road rose petals or whatever and they don't take the rose petals and they use their phones or an ipad with a gigantic one of those flappy magnetic things you know and i've actually done this before where um i had someone with a selfie stick uh taking a selfie um as the bride was coming down the aisle and um my assistant said she'd never forget how uh, the precision was so military-like where I was shooting with a 70 to 200 with one hand and I'm like, you know, I'm just hammering out these uh, shots trying to get this good shot of the bride and and, the, and her dad coming down the aisle and other, out of my, I, I shoot with both eyes open. So my right eye, I see this guy with a selfie stick and he's I know he's going to be in my frame if I take two steps back and I reach out with my right hand and... Um, uh, sort of still holding the 7200 in my left hand I flick his cell phone off the selfie stick with the thumb and it lands on the ground next to him and then I throw the selfie stick at probably I don't know 20 meters away into this bunch of trees and it like nobody noticed apart from the people who were standing in that line who sort of were just like sat there like holy shit like and then he just sat there shocked and I looked at him and I gave him this look like, if you move, I will kill you. Um, and then just went back to my camera again. <laughs> and then at the end of the ceremony, you know, he obviously he stormed up to me. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that. And I said, I said, mate, you're lucky you didn't get this glass to your head. I was like, you're about to spoil the most perfect moment that girl's been dreaming about since she was a little kid uh, with your selfie stick. Like, don't you have any uh, manners? And, uh, you know, and then he stormed off and went to go find his selfie stick. But these sorts of people do happen. Um, the iPad, the grannies in the iPads, geez. I've had, uh, I've had someone with a laptop, like one of those Microsoft surfaces, and they've got <laughs> the camera flipped over, you know, and they're taking photos, and you just think, oh, Christ. And there's always like an Uncle Al with a, you know, He's invested in a, a a huge rig and with his camera, and he's you know taking some snips uh, and some shots, and you know I generally do, you know, before the before the the bridal party come down, I just you know, and this is why we have got some so many great celebrants in Perth because they let people know not to get in our way and all the rest of it. But for God's sake, pick up the rose petals. Like the signs are in front of you. Like, don't be sheep. Just pick up the rose petals. If you see people don't have rose petals, 
because there's nothing worse than a bride coming down the aisle three people are throwing rose petals and then she gets to the end and looks around and sees a whole basket full of little cones full of rose petals with the sign saying please take them that probably cost her a couple hundred bucks so and and don't throw them like you're um you know practicing to become the next australian test cricketer just lob them up into the air you know there's nothing worse than bride copping you know a full spray of rose petals at you know 100 k's an hour from the side of the face from auntie june all right so yeah just calm down the auntie june don't have to go too hard um (laughs) uh oh cocktail receptions uh like with cocktail receptions the worst thing is that the food's circulating all the time and people are so hungry uh, you generally don't normally get your vendor meal, so people, you know, eat, and then the stuff that comes around is generally the crap. By the time you, you know, you're taking photos, and so if if I find out it's a cocktail menu wedding, I will often take my own dinner and then you know have it in an esky in the Ute um, because I just I just think nah, there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna last. So um, yeah, have, like you sort of have to fight for your food, and then the guests look at you like. Like, who are you? You know, like, because you're taking off the same tray as them, but they don't realise that you're entitled to that as part of your contract. Um, guests hissing at you when you're in a way, like, when you're in a tiny church, you know, like when you shoot in a really tiny church, especially the Catholic ones, and then you're taking photos and people getting angry at you because you're in the way. And you're like, and, and it's like a dichotomy because you feel bad. You feel like you're in the way. But you're sort of going back and forth like, oh, okay, you know, I'm trying my best not to not to piss people off. But at the same time, you're you're there, you're being paid a lot a lot of money to do a job, and you know you got to get you got to get it done. So, <clears throat> um, uh, clicking fingers again, you know, hey, 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 come here. This is gonna make a good pick. Come here, come here. I'm gonna show you how th- this is awesome. Come, come, come here. That sort of thing drives people nuts. Um, so do not do that. Just be very polite, go over and be like, hi, excuse me, introduce yourself and say, I know you're working, I know you're busy, but I was wondering if you could get a a photo of my family, if that's okay, if you have the the time. The nicer you ask, uh, we're so busy in our heads and we're doing so many things at once and we're looking at so many things and we're trying to create a timeline here uh, of the day and capture all these images so that, you know, if you do do that, like most of the time we're like, oh yeah, sure, no worries, you know, so be nice. Um... The the worst one is when you like they call him like the Uncle Bob. Some people have different names. I call him Uncle Bob or Uncle Larry or whatever. And they're an amateur photographer, and they're just starting out in weddings, and they follow you around to try and get shots to go in their portfolio. I have a very specific clause in my contract that says this wedding um, is to appear in no other portfolios apart from mine. Um, if you haven't got that clause in your contract, if I go out and make sure you put that in, um, that means that no one else is allowed to put that on their websites. I've had a few uh, run-ins over the years with people who started out as amateurs and then moved into semi-pro. And um, yeah, next minute uh, I see a wedding that I shot that I booked and I, I helped plan and, and go through all the timeline and they're, they're, they're out there doing it and, and taking credit for it. So yeah, keep an keep an eye on our nose. People asking how many photos have you taken, uh, or do you always use Nikon or Canon, or <laughs> you'll get someone who's like, "Oh, I'm a bit of a Lumix man myself," 
and you're like, oh yeah, sick, you know, or like, oh, all that, or people who love showing you the Google Pixel 4, and I mean, it's a phenomenal camera for a phone, like, don't get me wrong, uh, and they're like, have you seen portrait mode? Like, like I don't even need a DSLR, and you're like, cool, awesome, you know, and uh, if I have a bit of a time, I'm like, hey, come over here, like, take a photo of that person, and then I'll take a photo of my camera, we'll look at the differences, and then they see the subtle differences, and they go, oh, that's, you know, I'm like, yeah, that blur in the background, that's fake. So, um, you know, it's <laughs> Nikon or Canon. It doesn't matter what you use, honestly, as long as you're not using a Lumix or a... No, actually, is Lumix Panasonic now? I forget. Whatever whatever works for you. You know, the best camera you have is the one you have with you. So, I mean, I love my Fuji X-T1. Uh, it's still... I use that more than anything else, I think, apart from my phone. So, um... Yeah, they start having, like, you know, asking about brands, different brands of photography. And, like, generally, like, you're working. If, you've got, if I've got enough time and someone's generally interested, if they're old, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. But if they're, like, a young photographer and they're like, oh, I was thinking about, you know, I'm happy to share information. I'm, you know, the more information you share, the better people become. So, you know, that's fine. Um, oh, drunk guests. Drunk guests are the worst. I've, I think I've said this so many podcasts before, you know, people putting their arm around you and hey, mate, like, you do you want to do a bump? I didn't even know what a bump was because I'm not into the, the, the drug lifestyle and it's not my jam. But apparently, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's the sort of uh, thing you're seeing a lot of at weddings these days. Um, the worst is is with the harnesses that we wear, the, when the girls wear them, they, they fit differently around um, uh, the the men, the way the men, that men have a harness on. And... Um, you know, um, you get some, some dodgy, some dodgy guests who, who say, oh, you know, that's a bit of a kinky harness, looks like something out of Fifty Shades of Grey, or, you know, especially like older drunk women, middle-aged Karens who are like, oh, you know, you naughty boy, like, and they just sort of grab you by the loops, the D-rings on your, on your harness, that does my head in, um, you know, oh gosh, uh, I had a really good one from a, another photographer. She said when Auntie Rhonda comes rushing over to take a photo of this and like screams at her, I like, hope you're not missing this. When people do that, again, it's just, oh, you know, you just, oh, yeah. Um, when the mother of the bride has her phone on, on record the whole time her daughter's coming down the aisle and also the whole ceremony and even goes so far as to get in front of the photographer for a good shot and doesn't look up from her phone once even when a photographer and videographer are there uh, and then congratulates her daughter and son-in-law with a photo, with the video still on in her hand. We see there's a lot of parents who pay, we get paid there to record the day. So if you are a bride and you're listening to this, tell your parents to chill. We've got this. Okay, we've got this. Tell them to chill and just tell them to chill out and relax, okay? Um, it's very important that they just relax, enjoy, be in the moment, and we'll take care of the recording, okay? No one's going to watch a, a horizontal iPhone video on iPhone 5 of the daughter coming down the aisle, okay? It's like a race to see you can put it up on Facebook first. Just don't. Just wait for the pro thing to come out, for God's sake. Um, uh guess asking where are you from okay so um, I've had a few uh, shooters who 
uh, from all sorts of different countries out of South Africa and shoot it for a while. A girl uh, had another girl who was German. Um, I had a guy I shoot with me. He was from Burma. I've got friends who are from Korea, uh, Singapore, and like it's just like this casual racism, sexism, ethnocentric statements. You know, like oh, where are you from? Like, you know, like it, it, it's the intention's good, but it comes across so rude. You know, like just if their skin's a bit darker than yours, just be like, where? So where are you from in Perth? You know. Matt Lawley, awesome, good, you know, and then start from there. Um, like the worst thing, oh my god, when parents like put their hands up in front of your face when you're trying to photograph them, and they're like, oh no, no, don't, don't photograph me. It's like, bitch, we, we, we're here to pay. We've been paid to find to, to to photograph you. You know, bridesmaids are like, oh no, please don't get this side of my face. I'm like, I'm not. I can't shoot. I can't pick sides. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> like. That don't ask these things just go to the wedding do your job be a bridesmaid be a maid of honor be a mother of the bride you know um uh you know that you're rolling all their eyes when you ask them to take the sunnies off their face is a huge one and especially or putting their purse down like you're like oh can you know i hope my assistant will come forward during family photos and try and take the purse or the sunnies you know, and then they're like, "Oh, I'll be, you're gonna get it back." And I always make a joke like, "How much? How much cash do you have? Or what's your visa uh, limit?" Uh, just you know, just so that when my assistant steals your wallet, and sometimes you don't get a laugh, and you're like, "Oh my god, you really think I'm gonna steal your <laughs> your purse in front of all these hundreds and hundreds of people?" Um, uh, the the old one where every middle aged person starts asking if they could be photoshopped to look thinner or younger. And that happens every single wedding, you know. Uh, what do you do for your real job? <laughs> That's a huge one. And that pisses off everyone, especially uh, people whose sole job is just shooting weddings or being a photographer. Um, I myself, I like to diversify. I find it it's a lot you know, safer in an uncertain world as, you know, by diversifying my income stream. That's just my personal um, thing. Um but, um, yeah, that's just, don't ask them that. Yeah, just don't ask a photographer that. Uh, guests taking their pants down during the Eagle Rock. I've never understood this. Like, if you know why this is, please can you DM me at the Holdens on Instagram and tell me why or where, where did this cultural phenomenon come from? I just, it's just so unnecessary. I don't get it. Um, the worst one for me, I think it's also terrible haka dances. I've got a few friends uh, from New Zealand and, you know, when you go to a wedding and it's highly emotional and a group of drunk mates get together and they do a haka and it's just, just terrible and there's a videographer there and, you know, and you just know that that they're going to say, hey, can we cut that out when they see it, <laughs> you know? And at the time it's beautiful because everyone's, you know, wasted, but you're not and you're just watching this terrible haka and... For those of you that don't know what a haka is, you know, that's a tradi traditional uh, Maori uh, war dance, uh, generally done before sporting events or like major cultural events. I could be wrong. I'm not from New Zealand, but um, yeah, doing it at a wedding. Uh, I've I've photographed a traditional Maori wedding, and both families did a haka versus each other, and it was phenomenal. Um, 
like the men from each side of the family and the women as well. The women did their own separate one, I think. Uh, from this was a long time ago, and then the men did theirs, and it was this beautiful moment while the while the bride and groom were were about to do their vows, and you know it's one of those things that always stick with me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you know, guess uh, I, I feel I feel very sorry for not sorry for I feel embarrassed being a man sometimes for female shooters uh, female wedding photographers because um you know i've had a few uh had to deal with a few drunk men at weddings who've come on to my assistance and it's really really you know i've gotten real damn serious real damn quick uh you know getting their, their bums pinched and things like that like that's assault you know what i mean like if you work for my company and you're there and you're second shooting for me and someone pinches your bum i'm calling the police like there's no zero tolerance and that's in my contract as well. I have a zero tolerance. No, he was drunk. He was just being, no, 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 no. That's assault. Uh, if you grab her breast, that's sexual assault. You know what I mean? We're going to call the police. We're going to file charges. Like I don't care, you know, like who you are and, and we leave the wedding straight away. That's it. We leave the wedding straight away and it's in our contract. It's ironclad and I make sure to, to go through that with the bride and groom. And I go through that with the bridal party, especially the guys. I tell them when I get together and I'm shooting the bridal, the groom prep. Oh my guys, I just want to run through some rules of the day with my when it comes to the people who are working with me. The, this is what I expect from you, and this is what what you should expect from us. So you know, from the start, and then I get them to all agree. You know, um, I used to be able to get I used to get them to sign a little thing saying yes, I agree. I've been told about the rules, but then we got told by a lawyer that we couldn't do that. So, <clears throat> you know, I just tell them before um, drunk guests that say, let me take a photo of you with your camera. Just don't, you know, we, we just don't. Um, a drunk guests that constantly want to see the back of the camera after you take a photo. Um, this generally tends to be the most annoying drunk girl at the wedding who is used to being belle of the ball and the attention's not on her and or there's a group of them like a cheerleader effect um or it's like you know a bunch of guys they don't care they're so smashed but the girl's like oh can i see that and they're like oh no wait no 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 we let's do it again um i just say no and if they persist i'm like oh, i'm sorry it's a film camera and then i walk away so that's the way i deal with it um or i say look i don't have time um some people are a lot more brusque with how they <laughs> they handle it some people just refuse they take a photo and they walk off um again you know your camera takes such good photos um that oh my gosh that ugly horseshoe that lucky horseshoe thing that needs to die a slow death make it small sew it to the inside of the dress uh it's dangling from the thing you know it everyone every family has their um cultural things totally respect that but that dangly horseshoe thing bugs everyone um and it's in every photo and it gets in the way and you know so just don't get rid of that um and uh guess who are bored you know at the during at the at the wedding and they're on their phones a huge one like like tiktok people like you can hear people listening to TikTok or like teenagers doing tiktoks at weddings don't 
there is nothing like watching three teenage girls in the back of a Catholic church while the bride is coming down the aisle and they're doing a TikTok to get some viral content. Uh, we, no, <laughs> just no. And they, they look like they're having epileptic fit dancing in the back. Like it boils my blood. Just, you know, make sure they, they know what to do. Um, I think it's just appropriate behavior at weddings, you know, like just go through it. Uh, the worst thing is, oh, I had a, a guest once who lit up a cigarette as the bride was walking down the aisle, outdoor wedding, and this guy just was sitting on the edge of the aisle and just lit, lit up a cigarette. Like, I mean, come on, mate. Like, you know, have some decorum. There's people around you, you know, there's designated areas for that. No one wants lung cancer. It's disgusting for one. But, you know, get with the program. Like, I remember just like, looking at like giving me a death stand till we got the point you know um guests were late from the ceremony and then they try and signal to someone to stop the ceremony so they don't make a scene entering that is another huge one like really don't do that like like you know when the bride's getting out of the car and you see people run up to you and they're like don't let her come down just yet we need to get seated i don't care if you're late that is your problem the worst thing is when a bride is standing up there and she sees her friends late for her wedding. I mean, brides are generally 20 minutes late at, at the best of times. So, you know, you really don't need to be, like make a gigantic scene even more. You know, just just run. In fact, like if, you, if you're a bride and you're listening to this and you're going for a three o'clock ceremony, tell people it starts at 2.45 sharp so that they're all there. And then, you know, go ahead. Um... <clears throat> The worst thing is like girls who, you know, are talking because people often forget that photographers are there. They forget that we're there and they forget that we're always around and we're, we're sort of like a little bit, um, what's the word? Invisible. <laughs> That's what I was going for, invisible. Um, you know, and girls talking loudly how about they've slept with the groom a few times or how they've slept with the bride. And how they used to date the bride, or I don't, I don't even know how you even invite these people to your wedding. It just does my head in. Um, but yeah, don't do it. It's just not worth it. Um, and then a couple who has like who gets drunk and has a fight in the parking lot about why the guy hasn't proposed. Weddings bring up a lot of things, and a lot of emotions, a lot of uh, you know uh, unfinished conversations about why things haven't happened. Uh, just don't do it. Leave it. Wait till you're in the Uber on the way home, and then let rip. Don't do it out the front of the reception while the bride is is leaving. Um, I very rarely stay to the end of weddings. I leave my second shooter there to finish off the the dance party, um, because I, I generally don't like shooting anything over seven hours. Seven to nine hours, I think, is, is enough for me. Anything over that, nah, just not my thing. Um. Yeah, and like, guess who loudly comment about everything during the wedding about and how they wouldn't do the same thing at their wedding or theirs was better, like the flowers or the table or the, you know, how uncomfortable the chairs are at the ceremony or the arbor or the flower, the flower arrangements at the tables or the wine or just don't do it. Um, wedding photographers, we hear that, you know, I mean, and this is a short, short list. I think this is going to be a four part uh podcast series 
Um, this is only the first part. This is only the annoying things that the guests do. And there's more annoying things as well. And um, this, I had to cull this down to try and fit it under a 30 minute podcast. But um, yeah, just don't do that. It's just, these are some of the things. If you're a bride and you're listening to this, don't do these things. Communicate this to your family. Share this podcast with your family and be like, hey, listen to this podcast. This is what pisses wedding photographers off. Don't piss them off. And, and I guarantee the same the same list is what happens to with videographers. And we're already working with videographers and trying not to get in each other's ways so that we can both can produce something great for the you for the wedding. And videographers have the same thing, except they're recording the sound um, and the footage <laughs> and they hear everything. So, you know, um, the best way to do it is just to just to be a good human being. Try not to try not to get in, in, the, in the way of these people. So um, that's episode 12, part one. So 12, 12.1, if you want to put it that way. Uh, the things that piss wedding photographers off. And uh, we narrowed it down to the first tab, which is just guests being annoying. Um, if you have uh, some more of these, comment on wherever you see this podcast. Um, add us on Spotify subscribe follow wherever you get your your podcast we're on there um you know have a look on uh, if you can rate give us five stars on uh on itunes that'd be amazing that'd be so great um i know a lot of you are in isolation right now so i'm trying to produce some podcasts um your wedding photographers are doing it tough at the moment you know business is tough small business is taking a massive hit so if you can and you are a bride and you're listening to this just postpone your wedding. 2021 and 2022 are going to be huge years and dates and places are going to be booked out. So just stick with your photographer, stick with your vendors. Um, if they give you the option to extend, uh, extend. I know the panic right now about, you know, oh, I need to try and get my deposit back. Trust me, uh, prices are going to go up later on and you're going to just going to regret it. So stick with them um, and support them as well. The best thing you can do is, is message your wedding photographer and say, hey, I know you're doing it tough right now. Your business is probably on the verge of, of collapse, but I'm sticking with you. I still love you to do my date, except can we change it to 2021? I guarantee you they will shoot the absolute crappity crap out of your wedding. Like they will just go above and beyond because you've got put that faith in them in a time where faith in a lot of things is, you know, it's it's not as great as it could be so think about that uh, when you're planning your wedding think about that when you're when you're talking to your wedding photographers so if you can share this podcast um i did have a break for quite a while um was just going through some stuff and had to get my head around um a whole bunch of of things in, in life and business and uh I'm going to be doing another separate podcast as well, which has nothing to do with weddings. And I'll sort of give some details along that as well. Um, definitely going to have some guests on. We're working on that at the moment. It's a lot more trickier in terms of uh, timetabling it as well. So we're going to have a few other wedding photographers on to talk about their experiences. Um, we just, before, we just didn't have time because everything was so hectic. Now we've got all the time in the world. I'm planning to use that effectively. So Wherever you are, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever, please follow, subscribe. I'd be most grateful. And until next time, I'll keep confessing.